Player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 257 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? I just realized I was too tall, now I'm too short. Ed Jones. Ed. Oh, too tall. <laughs> Ed. I'm like, Dad? Ed. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast, where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you only listen to us on audio services across the globe, that's cool too. Just leave us a five-star review, a thumbs up, or whatever. I will say, if you do listen to us on audio services only, um, just popped into my head. Uh, we're going to get off of SoundCloud because it's pointless uh i gotta figure out how to migrate the feed and i'm hoping we don't lose all our history but i gotta do some research but we're gonna try to move over to like anchor i think or something that's free because there's no reason for us to pay 160 dollars a year just to upload on soundcloud there's no point we get nothing in return. yeah the only thing i worry about is losing the history but i think there's a way around that so i'm gonna figure that out if anybody knows how to do that let me know to migrate off soundcloud to not lose everything in your rss feed and start posting to another rss feed like nothing happened. Let me know. Uh, if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, <clears throat> John Tingley, and Nuke Dukem did, as well as our producers. Steve Appleton, I'm trying not to burp. Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. Steve Appleton's name is not I'm trying not to burp. That was me editorializing. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, also known as merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. Episode 257. Didn't know if we were going to have a lot to talk about this week. I think we've got Still. a decent amount, but not a whole... It's, this might this might not be a very long episode, but we'll see. But Sean. Yes. We got a trailer, finally, for Uncharted the movie, starring Peter Parker and Dirk Diggler. Is that right? Did I get that right? Yes. I like it. I will go on record as I like, and it seems like a lot of people do, which I kind of figured. I mean, I get it. Like when you hear Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, you're like, what? But he's the man. It looks good. He doesn't really look, he, he's, he's not, he's dressed the part, but he doesn't look like video game Drake, but like Barkley, of course, is going to bark when we start recording. I just feel like, I don't know, like that's. It's fine. Like it, he's younger. They're trying to build something here, so you obviously want to start with a young, not like kid Drake, but a younger Drake. Oh, Rasan, let me know that Nathan Fillion, who has been campaigning forever and made that awesome fourteen-minute fan Uncharted movie. Do you remember that that short mm-hmm. film thing? Apparently, is fifty. So I'm like, okay, I, I get why you can't cast Nathan Fillion, although he would be perfect. But it's like the Batfleck dilemma, dilemma, like. <laughs> He was awesome as Batman, but he was like 45 when they cast him. So like, they were going for that kind of Batman, an older Batman and everything. But then you can't have him in like six, seven movies when he's that old. It looked better than I thought. That was my foot. It looked better than I thought. I will say that. However, like I tweeted and I told Sean, it just feel, I'm, it feels like <laughs> I'm watching Peter Parker pretending to be Nathan Drake. It's what I can't get over. I don't see Drake from him. He didn't smile at all. He's all. St- and remember, there was these quotes when he's like, "Yeah, you know, I was trying to be Nathan Drake, and I was looking in the mirror at my rippling biceps and stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Nathan Drake." I'm like, "That is not Nathan Drake at all." What are you talking about? But at the end, the one thing that I thought was like, "That was Drake." The end with the Scottish guy, when he's like, "What the hell did you just say?" And oh, then they yeah. just start. I was like. That is exact. That could have been in one of the games, period. That I was like, okay, the action stuff, everything looks again. It's, it, it looks better than I thought. It's really going to be for people like me that have played five Uncharted games and a little bit of an, uh, of Golden Abyss. And I mean, Nate wasn't in you know the the spinoff game, obviously, but four mainline games and a little bit of Golden Abyss. I don't know that this is Uncharted, but it looks like a fun movie. The other thing that's weird is they're combined. It's like they're just like. Yeah, can you tell from what we've seen 
obviously he's talking about his brother. <laughs> but I was then shocked there's the airplane scene from exactly. three. So I don't. Can you have you seen? Can you tell enough from the trailer to know? Ah, they're doing no. They're doing a story. brand. Okay. They're doing probably, Colin was saying over the weekend, what a lot of people kind of wanted The Last of Us show to do, but it seems like that's going to pretty much follow the video game. This seems like it's just, it's these <laughs> characters. By the way, Chloe is the one person that was cast that I think, I was like, that's Chloe. Yeah. She looks awesome. But it's like you've got the plane scene from Uncharted 3. You've got him in his suit and everything infiltrating a party from Uncharted 4. Four. Yep. There was like the pirate ship underground, which I think was right out of the, the near the end of Uncharted 4. It seems like they're just kind of doing like a greatest hits for the fans. Yeah. So they're definitely not trying. This is not Uncharted 1 for sure. But I mean, they Tom Holland's awesome. And like Rasan was telling me, he's like, has Tom missed yet? I'm like, well, no. But... That's with the MCU. How many times do they miss? You know? Yeah. Other video, like video game movies miss a lot. And almost more concerning to me, I still don't buy Wahlberg as Sully. I know Drake's younger, so you got to have a younger. He couldn't grow a freaking mustache. They couldn't Henry Cavill CGI, him. CGI it in. It's a lot easier to CGI it on than it is off, as we all painfully <laughs> learned in 2017. But I don't know. Antonio Banderas looks cool. Like I said, Chloe looks great. It's the action looks fun. Now, who's Banderas? Is he somebody from a game, or he's just he's a just new, a new bad okay. guy, a new Uncharted bad guy. His role is Uncharted at this point. Yes. I don't know. I like it. I mean, it's not like I'm like, my God, I can't wait. Like day one, but like, I think it looks good. I it. I want to see it. I so, want to see it too. I'm. I'm. I'm a lot more sold on this than I am the Resident Evil movie. Oh, we didn't even talk about that last week. Can we talk about that? Yeah. That looked like a fan. I get it was cool. You walk into the Spencer Mansion and everything. I was like, that looks like the Spencer it Mansion. It looks like Resident Evil. The zombie is eating and turns around. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I get like. Claire's got a red jacket. It, it looks like a Resident Evil movie should look. Or it looks like they're trying to make what a Resident Evil movie should look like. But there's something a little off about it. Leon is part of it. That it just seems Leon. very B-movie-ish. Like, it just doesn't look... I don't know. It seems like a fan movie. Yeah. Not like we would make. I'm not saying it's that bad. But, like, it seems like somebody that's somewhat talented could make it doesn't look like a like i wanted it to yeah <laughs> um i'm glad it's not the mia mila how, how the hell do you say is it miller or mia i think it's mila mila jovovich at least it's not that at least it's trying it's to trying be the to be game. the game yeah but like what was the netflix movie that wasn't great but i enjoyed a good bit uh infinite darkness is that what it was called the, the one that just well, that came a out series like a oh yeah series. that's right it was like but, four parts yeah. yeah that was like that's leon that's claire this seems like resident evil i like this cool it's one of those things again it's like why the castlevania anime or animated show whatever you want to call it was so good because it's like when something isn't live action i feel like you can do so much more with it. Yeah, that's true. But I think Resident Evil. I don't know. I did like the Netflix, the Infinite Darkness thing, but I feel like I don't know. If you're gonna make a movie, it's got to be live action. If you're gonna try to do a series or something, which you could easily do with Resident Evil, yeah, then go for it with you know, uh, animation, but. James Solar writes in to say, if Tom Holland doesn't know who Nathan Drake is, isn't that a directing issue? Isn't it a director's job to make sure the actors have the appropriate vision? Um, all right, yeah, sorry, James. It might be the internet issues, but sorry about that. Um, it is on the director, but I would also think if you're taking a role for a well-known character in the video game space, I feel like that's also it's on both. I think it's on Tom Holland. Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. It's Tom on Tom Holland. Holland to know who Nathan Drake is. I'm not saying he needs to be a real gamer, you know, and play all the games or anything like that. 
go on YouTube and just for like an hour, just watch cutscenes and stuff and be like, oh, that's But Nathan I mean, what Drake. makes you think that he doesn't know who Nathan Drake is? This interview he gave that made it sound like he had no idea what Uncharted was or who Nathan Drake is or how he But when was this interview from? From him talking about no, the when? movie. When was it from? Right after after they had finished shooting, I think. Oh. Yes. Mm. I, don't, I don't remember the Oh, interview, and he said but... he was trying to be all stoic and all this. It's not just the rippling biases, but he's trying to be stoic. Nathan Drake is the opposite of stoic. He's not stoic at all. Yeah. I don't know. But again, we'll I'm going to give it a fair shake. I'm, I'm not, like, excited for it, but I'm not decided for it. If you can be disappointed, can you be appointed? Yes, but that doesn't mean... Right, we talked about that. That was the one podcast. On the drive back from the beach, that was on the one. We were saying, if you're disappointed, can you be appointed? And you're like, well, we can appoint someone to something, but can you that's just be me. appointed? Like, happy. And we're both like, I don't think that's a real word. Yeah, in, that, in that fashion. <laughs> Sean. Yes. What have you played this week? Oh. Oh. Uh, I think the only thing I've played is yesterday. I was just like, oh, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a lull again. I'm like, what do I want to play? Death Stranding Director's Cut. I took on the long and arduous task of. Oh, no. Nice. Hooking up the pie. Oh, I thought you were going to say the PSVR. And I dove into Zero Mission. Mission. Okay. I went back and forth, but I decided to go with Zero Mission. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, no. What are you going to say? Zero Mission isn't maybe better than Super Metroid. Wow. It's... I'm pleasantly surprised by Zero Mission. I knew I loved it, but, like, to me it holds up perfectly. Super Metroid, and maybe it's because I went straight from Dread to Super Metroid, and now I'm going from Super Metroid to Zero Mission. Zero Mission might be better than Super. Because at least in Zero, you, can, you can't you can free aim, but you can aim at an angle, right? If you, you can hold, hold R, R and you go up at 45 degrees, okay. which I think is the same thing as Super. But like Zero Mission is when they finally added the ledge grab. Uh, okay. Um, it kind of just feels like it controls a little better. Now, if you don't like the big sprites in Super Metroid, you're really They're not going to really like this. They're really big, yeah. But it comes with the territory. I always, I've, I've never, um, like we said last week, I've never understood that argument. But I I love it. I think it's so good. And it's like, it's not a huge game. Like, I beat Super in three and a half hours. I think I'm probably going to... I'm trying to think. I would probably spend about two... I would probably beat this about the same. Three, three and a half hours. So it's probably similar in length to Super. It doesn't feel as big. But I don't know. I feel like in this, you're constantly getting new (coughs) items. Whereas in Super, it seems like sometimes they're a bit more spread out. But yeah, I played Zero Mission. I haven't quite beaten it, but I'm going to. And then... Now that it's hooked up, I'll probably play Fusion next. But I think you need to play both both of these. Yeah. Yeah, I had started Zero Mission a couple years ago. Or actually, it might have been like... And honestly, it kind of... Because I've never really done it, it kind of makes me just want to go back and play Metroid. Like NES Metroid. Oof. I've never really tried it. Anytime I've played it, I'm just like, this is weird. There's no map. I don't know where to go. Get Screw it. Let's just run. Now I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just play recklessly and I die. I kind of want to give it a fair shot and maybe play with like a map or something just so I don't get lost. But I kind of want to go, I mean, I'm going to do fusion next, but I do kind of want to go and play the NES Metroid. If you play NES Metroid, you have to play it with a guide slash map period. Yeah. There's no, I don't know how you get around that game. One thing I didn't know, cause after I beat Metroid dread, which I'll talk about here in a little bit, uh, I went and watched the completionist video on Metroid Dread. He freaking loved it. Um, and then I went back and watched his video. I'll, I'm just folding laundry for like an hour and a half. I'm like, put my, <laughs> just put YouTube on and go. I watched his video on Samus Returns, and then I watched his video on Zero Mission. Um, and what I didn't realize in the GBA, in the actual cart version, 
of Zero Mission, and if you played on an emulator or whatever, which you did own Zero Mission, when you beat it, one of the unlockables you get is Metroid. The NES Metroid. You can play it on your GPA. I don't remember that. John, I'm sorry, but it's got to be our internet issues. Let me know if it gets better. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I'm curious to see... Well. Oh, no. We've got a bug buzzing around in here. There oh, God, there it is. What is that? He's going to get... What? what? <laughs> Did he just poop? Oh, my God. I wish you guys... I hope the video's not frozen anymore. What the F is that thing? <laughs> so loud. Oh. Stand by. Is it a stink bug? No, they don't fly like that. What is that thing? What is it? Uh. <laughs> oh, Damn. loud okay that was loud i'm sorry the video froze guys it'll, it'll We're be back. up on patreon i'm I'm sorry um i don't know yeah because it's all good just letting okay i'm sorry guys yeah my internet our internet's crazy so for our patrons that are watching live it's not great i gotta call comcast tomorrow and get a new router i guess remind me at 8 a.m to call comcast and get a new router sent out so you didn't go back to Aria or anything? No, I be. I mean, I beat it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I haven't gotten. There's one more trophy I need for Aria, and I'm okay. just like, Ugh, it's very grindy. It's not. Remember how I was telling you when you kill enemies, you get their soul, and mm-hmm. it, it's get every single enemy's soul, and I'm missing a lot of them. Which basically means going through the whole game. Because it's just RNG if you get it or not. Oh, not if you kill them. It just, yeah. So it's like, kill it. No, I didn't get it. Leave and come go back. Go out, come kill back. Kill it. Leave oh and come my back. Gosh. Kill it. And I'm like, oh, God. So if you could get a platinum just for that game, I would say go for it. But you right, got to get yeah. basically four platinums. But I, I mean, I still do want to play the other three games. Yeah. And, you know, if their trophies are a little bit more reasonable, maybe it'll come down to that's all I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'll go and do it. But no, I haven't gone back. So that's all you've played. I, as I just said, before we were attacked by a rogue stink bug something thing um, that is now just <laughs> splatted just all over our ice hockey table, air hockey table. We don't have an ice hockey table. That would be impossible. <laughs> uh, I did beat Metroid Dread. And James uh, sent me a message before we started recording and said, did you beat Dread? He said, I'm at the final boss and I don't want to finish it. And I said, that's funny because I texted Sean the exact same thing when I got to him. I was like, I don't want this to end. Mm-hmm. I I liked this game at first. The Emmys were annoying, but I know they're supposed to be annoying. They're more annoying than terrifying, I would say, but they are annoying. Well, no, I say that, but like when, when one sees me and they turn red, I don't breathe as I'm like jumping. Yeah. Try to get to just, and then when you can see an Emmy door that like, oh my God, if I can just make it, make it, make it, make it. Um, I did start using my Phantom Cloak more as I got on because I was like, I know I need to use this more, but it's just tough because you move so slow and you can't do a real jump. You just do like the jump. Yeah. So if you're, you got to time it and then it, the Aeon goes down fast and whatever. Um, but man, I. I went after I beat it. I was like, I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to watch like these Metroid videos that explains the whole story from mm-hmm. all the games, including this and everything. And I was like, I, I just love this series so much. I really only played the original Metroid a little bit, never played the Game Boy, but I played Samus Returns. Like I said, I played Zero Mission for an hour or so. And then I played this. I haven't played Prime. Come on, Nintendo. Let me play them on my Switch. Um, to me, I think this is easily my favorite Metroid. Now, again, I haven't played them all. Yeah. But this game is like, it got, it just got better. Like you told me, like, if you like it now, you're probably going to love it by the end. It just got better and better and better. There's a moment near the end where Samus powers up and she comes across the red Emmy. And I won't say what happens, but I texted Sean immediately after. And I was like, holy crap. And the, the story stuff that plays out, like the, the story stuff made me want to go watch 
a 30 minute YouTube video yep. with an, an annoying narrator that I did not like his voice, but I was like, and it covered all the games. Now I probably won't even remember what they said about prime. If I ever finally get to play them, I know there's dark Samus and there's phase on energy or something. That's all I remember. Yeah. Um, but to see how it all fits in and SR388 and XDR. And then when you find out who the bad guys, did that surprise you? I had no, I didn't see that coming at all. It surprised me because I think they touch on that a little bit in a previous game. Okay. I don't know if it's fusion. I feel like it's been mentioned in general terms. Okay. But it surprised me because I had forgotten if I ever heard that before. Yeah. I won't say what it is or anything, but the reveal is awesome. Um, Uh, all my notes I can't read, so I'm not going to say anything. So I'm just going to do that. The, uh, the final boss, James, holy cow. It Even the, the mini boss before you get to the final boss, I was like, I've fought these guys so many times now. This won't be hard, except he was just like, I'm going to do quadruple damage. Same attacks and everything, but quadruple. He killed me probably four or five times. Yeah. You know, the yellow guy, the, the gold guy. Um but like Sean was saying, it's getting you ready for the what you're about to face. That final boss, man, all the bosses in this were great. But that final boss, like three full phases, it kind of reminded me of the, uh, I won't spoil that, the final boss in Samus Returns. Like I remember that having three full phases and being super difficult. And... But this was even more difficult. This is the hard. This is the hardest Metroid game ever, right? Yeah, I mean, other than maybe some of the Prime games that I just don't really remember, it's definitely it's the hardest two D Metroid for sure. Yeah, it. Um, but man, it was like I, I felt so. Account- it wasn't like Bloodborne or Demon Souls. It was nothing like that. But beating that final boss finally, and and the time when I beat him. I probably died six, seven, eight times. I can't remember. But that time when I finally got to the end and I got, once I got to like the second phase and I was nailing all of my space jumps and, and that one phase and I was like, it's like, I'm like, okay, yeah, you can't touch. And I was just like, it it wasn't like the God of War fighting the Valkyrie queen where it's like my controller left my hands and my soul was just controlling it. It wasn't like that, but I was like, I think I got this. And I got the amiibo as you can see here. Um, and the Samus Amiibo will give you either a hundred energy or 200. One time it gave me 200. Another time it gave me 100. I was almost like, should I pause this and just go and get a hundred energy real quick, just in case. But I was like, I feel like if I pause this, I'm just going to lose, I'm going to lose my flow. Like Mm -hmm. I'm rolling right now. Um, and then Sean said something about a previous phase I, I didn't do that for the black thing. Oh, I just okay. did missiles. I was just boom, boom. Because four missiles. At first, I was trying to target it and go ding, 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 ding. But it was yeah. just taking too long. You hit it with four missiles, it blows up. You get health. You get missiles. I'm like, this is awesome. Then Sean said, don't forget you got a power bomb. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, you get a power bomb and everything. And then I used it on the final phase. And I will say, pro tip, use it on the Don't think I, I don't think I would have eventually I would have beaten him, but man, um, I think cyber shadow is a harder game. Oh yeah. Not comparing two completely different games, but like this game was definitely challenging. I don't like all this stuff. Like kind of funny, had a whole thing that was like, is Metroid dread too hard? No, it's (sighs) not too hard. No, I mean, it's hard, but give me a, it's hard, but it is nowhere near. I mean, I thought Samus Returns at parts was pretty damn hard, too. And Super Metroid, I've really only played it once. Parts of it were difficult. Um, but I just absolutely love this game. I beat it. I watched the ending cutscene. It was awesome. Um, the stuff after you beat the boss, the final thing to actually, the after you beat the boss, the next thing was like, oh, this is awesome. And I don't understand, you know, the... The, the suit like i don't know what i don't know what the hell happened there if you can even say it without spoiling anything are you saying the green 
like what it was. Yeah. Supposedly, what's happening? So we just had some technical difficulties there. I don't know what this is going to sound like when I'm done. Audacity just froze and we lost some audio. So if it sounded bad a little bit before this with camera audio, I apologize. Hopefully we're good now and hopefully it won't screw up again. Maybe we don't want to do a link to the past. Let's play tonight. <laughs> um, what were we saying? We are talking about the final. Oh, the final thing. at Yes. Yeah. You beat the boss and then there's one more thing that happens. Yeah. And it was just epic. Oh, and then we were talking about the thing. So what I read online is different from what I got from okay. watching it. But I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. I assume we'll talk after. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not like we're going to do a whole spoiler cast for this game or anything like that, but it's awesome. I think it's, I think it ties up. I think it did what it said it was going to do. I think it ties up the Metroid, the Samus saga universe. Yeah. The SCU, the Samus cinematic or just (laughs) the MCU, the MCU. (laughs) Duh. I didn't hear you. I just heard CU. Um, You know why Metroid is called Metroid? No, James, I won't forget because I'm not drinking. You know why Metroid's called Metroid? I told you this, didn't I? Oh. Um, oh, no, I watched it. It was um. It was on a video. Because it's Android and... Metro. Metro. Because of, like, all the narrow passageways okay. and stuff. So they thought, it, yeah. But yeah, Metro, Android. I wish I could come up with a cool word like Metroid. I know. It just sounds... It's, it's so it's cool. And it just sounds like, well, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I won't forget, James. I won't forget. So yeah, sorry to I'm sorry to the patrons we're having internet issues. I'm sorry to everybody else we have computer issues. Maybe we should start doing some research. Probably. We don't need SM7Bs. We need a computer that works. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you're on the fence, we talked about it last week. This whole is it worth $60 debate. It is easily worth $60 to me. Um I don't like people comparing it to God of War, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I, I think that's dumb, but this game is awesome and I'm so glad it exists and we didn't even know about this until what three months ago or something for whatever June or July whenever they did their E3 Nintendo Direct so happy and I'm so happy that this game exists because it was supposed to come out 16 years ago or something and canceled and then they wanted to bring it back and then it got canceled and Sakamoto I think his name is was like I want I know the game I want to make I can't do it on the DS it's not powerful enough yeah then Mercury Steam made Samus Returns. I think they did a fantastic job with it. Not the best Metroid game, but I really, really liked it. Um, and then they nailed it with this. They absolutely freaking nailed it. And I'm so happy it exists. Yeah. It's awesome. Agreed. <sighs> Sean. You want to get? Don't, you can't do that when we're having technical <laughs> issues. You want to get news of the week? Let's do it. Sean, I don't know what I think about this. I hope it's real, but I'm also scared if it is real. Supposedly, Ubisoft is making Splinter Cell. This comes from Video Game Chronicle. Ubisoft has greenlit what will be its first mainline Splinter Cell game in a century. That's according to development. <laughs> what? Oh, did you do that? you jackass i'm like what i said century in a decade (laughs) in nearly a decade i think is what it said it's just a decade well it's not a decade but it feels like a century 2013 is when it came out so by the time this comes out it'll be a decade or a century (laughs) that's according to development i didn't even think i was just like dirty dirt century a century Century. (laughs) and i was like so dramatic (laughs) you just kept going you're like you idiot That's according to development sources who told us that the title has been put into production as a means of winning back fans frustrated by recent efforts to revive the franchise in the mobile and VR spaces. No kidding. It's not clear which studios are working on the project, though two people with knowledge of Ubisoft's plans suggested that the new Splinter Cell was being led by a studio outside of its traditional Montreal base. The title is in an early phase of production, the sources said, but there's a small chance it could be announced next year. Of course, it could be announced next year. They did, like freaking Microsoft announced Perfect Dark, and now they're like uh, Crystal Dynamics. You want to come make it with <laughs> us? And we haven't made anything yet. The much requested sequel will arrive at a time when the company is looking to rebuild its image, following a wave of discrimination and sexual harassment allegations. Employee groups say they are not satisfied with the level of action taken by Ubisoft to change its culture. 
Ubisoft declined to comment when approached ahead of publication. Splinter Cell is a series of stealth games published under the Tom Clancy label. The game's star is Sam Fisher, a black ops agent working for the government division, the third echelon. The most recent Splinter Cell game was 2013 Splinter Cell Blacklist, and the eight years since it released represents the longest period without a new entry in the franchise since it debuted in 2002. Ubisoft already announced a new Splinter Cell project last year, but many fans were left disappointed as the game was announced as a VR-only title created in partnership with Facebook. I forgot they even announced that. In recent years, the Assassin's Creed publisher suggested it's been considering bringing back the Tom Clancy series. Last year, CEO Yves Guillemot said Splinter Cell series needed to evolve before it could make a comeback. Quote, when you create a game, you have to make sure you will come with something that will be different from what you did before, he said. The last time we did a Splinter Cell, we had lots of pressure from all the fans actually saying, don't change it, don't do this, don't do that. So some of the teams were more anxious to work on the brand. Now there are some things and more people that are now looking at the brand, taking care of the brand, Guillermo added. <laughs> so at one point, you will see something, but I can't say more than that. The executive also said a key factor in the wait for a new Splinter Cell game has been the success of other Ubisoft franchises, such as Ass Creed and the emergence of newer ones like Watch Dogs and The Division. Also, this comes according to GamesBeat journalist Jeff Grubb. In the weeks before E3 2021, quote, Ubisoft had fans play the upcoming Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake and something that had the appearance of a new Splinter Cell prototype. He said the testers did not spend a lot of time with a possible Splinter Cell game. Ubisoft provided a vertical slice that was just a basic tutorial section, but this version of the game combined familiar Splinter Cell action with elements of the 2016 Hitman reboot. What's the CEO's name? Yves Guillemot. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> Get him out, man. Get him out, man. Sean. Yes. I'm excited. Are you? I like the idea of it. I've never really played I Splinter Cell. I'm just like, I love Metal Gear, so give me Splinter Cell. But I'll believe it when I see it, I guess. I believe they're going to make it, but I don't believe it's going to be what everybody wants. Like, remember, they just we talked about last week about Ghost Recon Frontline. And they're like, here's coming, open beta coming. You could sign up for it. And then they're like, never mind. Everybody hates it. <laughs> And now they're making, you know, Rainbow Six with with zombies. And they're making, like, the next Assassin's Creed is going to be a shared world thing. Like, I want this to be a real thing, but, like, I don't know. Now, if it is, like Grub says there, if they are taking the Splinter Cell formula and adding some elements of the Hitman reboot, it could mean a lot of things. It could mean it's more... Bean, I know. <laughs> it could mean it's more open world. It could mean like Hitman. What Hitman is most famous for is like you're in this sandbox. You got all these certain people you got to take out. Go figure out how to do it. You want to drop a piano? Fine. You want to poison the drink? Fine. You want to just go in guns blazing and see what you can do? Fine. Do it. Something like that I think could be cool with Splinter Cell, but I just don't know what like what elements from the from the Hitman reboot are they gonna take you know right. i don't know that i like the idea of an open world splinter cell like that just i liked metal gear solid 5 but yeah, and i, I may just be wrong here but when i think of splinter cell i think of inside yeah. fairly confined spaces dark spaces like metal gear solid 2 yeah and then you know and one. Yeah. And one. Um, Not four. So I don't know if I... I mean, who knows what it'll be. Like you said, elements of Hitman can mean a lot of things, but I don't know. I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm excited, but I'm hopeful, I guess. I wonder if I even like... Do I like stealth games or do I just like Metal Gear? Is what I wonder. I see any game that has the ability to do stealth kills. That's that's my jam. Like that's what I go like in Ghost. I always try to do the stealth yeah. kills in Horizon. I was Hide always trying to do and, yeah, yeah. Like that's my go-to in pretty much any game that allows it. So I mean, I I can say I definitely like 
stealth games or at least stealth aspects in games right but i guess i just like i loved hitman to not not too that much sorry hitman contracts then blood money i thought absolution was good enough i think i thought it got a bad rap i know it was more action focused and stuff i thought it got a bad rap but then like i was so excited for i didn't play hitman one because it was episodic i was like i don't i don't want to do this hitman two came out i was so excited and then i got it and was like this just isn't working for me and i sent it back and amazon was like you opened it you played it who cares here's your 60 bucks back (laughs) um but yeah i don't I don't know. I want that. I, I just worry that anybody that is hoping for a new Splinter Cell game, please keep your hopes in check because yeah. this is Ubisoft and they have been screwing up big time lately, not even taking into account all the, the sexual harassment and all that stuff. I'm saying in the actual games they make, in my mind, they've been screwing up a lot lately. Yeah. And what's that, that game, X Defiant? Remember that they announced? It's coming out. It's like a Battle Royale, Tom oh. Clancy thing. Like, yeah. I just don't know if this Ubisoft is going to make a good Splinter Cell game. License it out co- to uh, Kojima Productions. Yeah. But I guess they're working on Silent Hill. We'll see. Next up, fanboys, get your pitchforks ready because God of War 2018 is coming to PC on January 14th, 2022. It will be on Epic and Steam for 50 bucks. You can get it on PS4 for usually 10 bucks, and it's in the PS Plus collection, right? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it will be coming with an unlocked frame rate, higher resolution shadows, improved reflections, ultra widescreen report. It will support DLSS on NVIDIA. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you said. I think you said ultra, sc- ultra widescreen report. Scaport. Oh. <laughs> reports say that it will have ultra widescreen reports. Um, the DLSS is like the 4K upscale AI stuff, so that'll work on NVIDIA chips. Uh, it will support the DualSense and DualShock 4. Of course, you can also use keypad and mouse. I don't know why you would use a keyboard and no. mouse with a game like this. I, I feel like that's people that use keyboard and mouse for not first-person shooters. I don't understand. It's it. just weird. Um, but there will be a lot of customized control options as well. Uh, also included in this announcement, God of War on PS4 has sold 19 and a half million copies. Wow. Wow. That's got to be the number one selling. Well, mm. what was Spider-Man the last time we heard? It might have crossed that. I don't know. Um, but Sean, as a PlayStation owner, are you super pissed about this? I don't understand <laughs> why anybody would care. I also don't really see the big deal. Like, Oh, yeah. It was November 18, 2020. They announced Spider-Man had sold over 20 million. So almost oh, wow. a year ago. So, yeah. Um, so it's number two then. Like you said, I mean, I guess I just can't imagine there's still that many people that would want to play this game badly enough to still pay $50 for it when you could play it for free on PlayStation, like, I mean, free if you have a PS5, which, okay, some people can't get a PS5. But 10 bucks Pretty on Pretty cheap if yeah. you can get a PS4, which anybody that wants one could get, and anybody that wanted one over the last four, three years, three and a half years, like, is there really that big of a market for it? I mean, I just don't care. Well, like, it went right to number one on the well, Steam. Apparently. Yeah, on the Steam pre-order chart. As soon as it was announced, it was number one. Really? Yeah. I mean, good. Great. Grand. I don't care. Gryffindorf. I think... <clears throat> is it Dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> I've never read the books. I watched the first movie. I, I hated it. Um, don't hate me. I, I think this makes all the sense in the world. People that are like pissed about this the the fanboyism is crazy it would be one thing if they said god of war is coming to xbox series x then you'd be like well that's that's now that's like the competitor but even then like but who cares they've extracted all the value out of this game that they can at this point they want to get people hyped for ragnarok including in this announcement that it's sold almost 20 million copies is going to make even more people now it's probably it's going to sell well over 20 million now total when you combine pc um I just don't understand why people get mad about this. I, I don't get it. The 
one thing that will be weird is that it seems like the best place to play it is now going to be on PC. But this unlock frame rate, 4K, all this other stuff, the ultra widescreen, all that, you can't do any of that on PS5. It did get the PS5 boost patch or whatever they called it. So you can run it at 60 frames, checkerboard 4K, whatever it is. Um, so it's weird that the best place to play it will be on PC. But PCs are still... If you get a GTX 3080 or whatever it's called, it's more powerful than the PS5 or the Series X. Yeah. You know, so it should be the best place to play it. It's just kind of it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm not mad about this. People shouldn't be mad about this. God of War is awesome. It's my third favorite game of all time. Give or take. Like <laughs> it's it's amazing. And getting more people hyped about Ragnarok is a good thing. Making more money off of this game is a good thing for Sony. If you want Sony to do well, you should not be upset about this. I'll just never understand it. I'll never get it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good thing. If you've never played God of War, good Lord, um, and you have an awesome PC, just go buy this when it comes out. It is it is worth the 50 bucks. It's I've played through it twice, and it was just as magical the second time as it was the first time. Um, and I'll play through it again before Ragnarok comes out. And the last item on the news list, Sean. Looks like Audacity is still running. NPD numbers came in for September. We did say last week that in the U.S. the PS5 broke the 33-month... I cannot talk today. Twalk. <laughs> the 33-month streak of most units sold in the U.S. that the Switch had held. The PS5 sold the most units, but now we've got more details on the data east, on the software. Number one, again, Madden 22. So, again... Like, you can all complain whatever you want. I had fun with Madden this year. I had a couple little glitches, but nothing. I, I had so much fun playing that game. Like, I don't buy it every year. I buy it every three or four years, usually. Um, But people that complain, like, EA, you got to change, make franchise better, and this is the same animation as last year, blah, blah, blah. You should go with a free-to-play model. Why, why would they? <laughs> Two months in a row, yeah. everybody's yelling, and they're number one. And who knows how much money they're making off the Madden Ultimate Team cards and all that crap. Number two, new game on the list, FIFA 22. Number three, another new game on the list. And honestly, I didn't even realize this came out for some reason. NBA 2K22. Yeah, I guess I don't really pay attention, but... People love their sports games. Number four, another new item on the news on the, on the software list here. Tales of Arise. Good for them. I think we said... Last week or a couple weeks ago that they were saying they sold a million in their first like week or something. The best tales the best that a tales game has ever done. So good for them. <laughs> Number 5, Diablo 2 Resurrected, another new one on the list. Number 6, Deathloop, another new one on the list. It is available on PS5 and PC, so I'm kind of surprised it's below I'm not surprised it's below the sports games. But for it to be below Tales of Arise and Diablo 2, I'm like, ooh. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. <clears throat> but Microsoft is probably like, good. <laughs> we don't want to give you any more money than we have to. Number seven, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number eight, Ghost of Tsushima. Number nine, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number 10, another new item on the list, Life is Strange True Colors. Never played the Life is Strange games. People seem to like them. The fact that Miles is still hanging on there is pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's what? It's 50, but oh, I don't think it's probably 50 anymore. It's probably 40 most places. Probably 40, guess. yeah. Not my favorite game, but I had fun with it. It was just doing that platinum was like, man, I, I don't, I don't want to play through this twice. But um, a good game, good showing by PlayStation on this list. Um, not a good showing by Xbox because they can't have a good showing because they have Game Pass. It's going to be so interesting when we get the December numbers to see like how many people are going to buy halo infinite and not just play it on game pass there shouldn't be any home thing it many. should not chart yeah. but especially since the multiplayer is free to play that could hurt it as well or help it get people in there but and then year-to-date sales for 2021 Number one selling game of the year is Black Ops Cold War. Number two is Madden. Number three, MLB The Show 21. Again, that doesn't count any sales on Xbox or Game Pass downloads or anything. So MLB The Show is still a huge deal no matter where you can play it. Number four, this makes me happy, Resident Evil Village. It's awesome. Number five, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Really? 
Switch, man. Uh, uh, where's Odyssey 2? I didn't even really like Odyssey, and I want Odyssey 2. <laughs> I mean, I liked it, but then I was like, this I don't like this collect-a-thon crap. But I cannot believe, like, we've been seeing Breath of the Wild 2 for two years now, I think, right? It was E3 2019 when they said the sequel to Breath of the Wild is in development. Yeah. And we have not heard a single sniff about the next mainline Mario game. That is weird to me. Yeah, that's a little scary. Number six for the year, Miles Morales. There you go. Number seven, of course, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number eight, Minecraft. GTA 5 will never catch it. They, they can't. Number nine, Monster Hunter Rise. Number 10, Ask Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Overall game spending in September did increase just a little bit, up 3% over last September. Not any real surprises here, um, but it is just interesting to see how, like, there's so many people that are, like, Twitter video games are like, uh, all you do is play Call of Duty and Madden and FIFA, whatever. I'm like, well, who cares? Let them play it. It's 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 good for them. Yeah. Oh, did you see EA might be losing the FIFA license, the FIFA name? Yeah, they want, like, a billion dollars or something. Over five years, yeah. yeah. Up from, so they want $200 million a year up from hundred and. 25 million a year or something it's like an ea apparently they trademarked the name eafc like ea sports football club i'm like that does not have the same ring as fifa and you should just you're both making hand money hand over fist just pay them keep it fifa and just keep rolling but yeah whatever now it's time for the wrap up this could have been its own news item, but the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition was given a release date, and that is November 11th on digital, and it will be December 7th on physical as well. Uh, we finally got some details about what this is actually going to entail. The games will all have a GTA 5 style control scheme. Thank you. That's really all I needed to hear. Yeah, that's... I... I'm going to get this. I think I'm going to get it. Just like, hearing that. Like, yeah. It looks fine it, it looks, looks like ps2 with a fresh coat of paint like but when you a fresh see coat them of paint, like, when you see them do the swipe it's like like this doesn't look like gta 5 smoother yeah. yeah yeah and lighting is much better so there's an updated mini map and navigation system where you can set waypoints i didn't even realize you couldn't do that in the original games i guess not. i just haven't yeah. played them in forever um if you die in a mission you can immediately restart it it will support 4k up to 60 frames per second on ps5 and xbox series consoles there are higher resolution textures rebuilt lighting, improved water and weather effects, increased draw distance, and more detail in the trees and foliage. Also interesting, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas will be hitting Xbox Game Pass on November 11th, and GTA 3 will hit PlayStation Now on December 7th. That's weird. These versions? Like, yes. Okay. But it's weird. So, like, am I going to... Da- if I buy this game... Is it going to download three separate games? Is it going to be like the Arkham click, like Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, where it's two separate it games? Kind of seems that way. The fact that they're going to have them individually on Games Pass and PS Game Game Pass and PS Now. Yeah. So maybe uh, John Tingley brings up a good point. Going back to the Halo conversation, if there's a Halo Collector's Edition, people will buy it and scalp it. Yes, that is true. Yeah, but there might be one of those collector's editions where it doesn't even come with a game. <clears throat> Like some of these 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 things are. So yeah, I, I think I went from now being like, eh, you know, maybe I'll get to it, but there's nothing else coming out this year that I want to play. No, this is it. So I'm probably gonna end up getting it. I do, spoiler alert, I think I'm gonna restart Horizon to get ready for Forbidden West. Really? But that won't take me a month. Well, this is only two weeks away, but I I wanna play this, especially since I've oh, never yeah. even touched Vice City. I've only played GTA three just running around blowing stuff up. San Andreas, I wish they would have said if it's going to be easier to make CJ fat or skinny and all that crap, but I don't need to play that again. I might play three in Vice City, but um, and it's 60 bucks. I think that's fine for three amazing yeah. games. Sony announced a state of play will be coming October 27th, which is when this goes live for everybody. Uh, it will be focusing on announcements and updates on upcoming third-party games. 20 minutes long, it will be. 20 minutes long it will be uh i'm not gonna get my hopes up for this uh, 20 minutes i don't know and third party yeah it's like i mean do we see well but they've already said final fantasy is gonna be it 
what do you call it in December? So I don't think we'll see that. I don't know what we're going to see here. Yeah. 20 minutes. Like what? I don't know. I don't even, it's going to be like call of duty battlefield. Yeah. That maybe GTA, maybe another GTA trilogy trailer. I meant to say trailer, but I said trilogy. <laughs> GTA trilogy trailer, the definitive edition of the trailer. Um, so we'll see. Not getting my hopes up. There are rumors going around. I saw this over the weekend. The blood that the Bloodborne PC port is quote done, and that Bluepoint is working on a PS5 version. I am sorry to get to say this to you, Sean. But like, like a remake, remaster. Well, as much as a re- like a PS5 version, but it's not just a PS5 patch. Like it's. A PS5 game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll play it again. But now we did... So Blue Point obviously was acquired. They're working on an original IP. Or a, no, original content, they said. But then rumors are saying they're also working on a second game. Maybe this is the second game. Could be. The Halo co-creator Marcus Leto or Leto or Leto has joined EA to lead a new studio being created in Seattle that will be creating a first-person shooter franchise. I guess I can't think of anybody better to do that. Yeah. But this is kind of like Sony saying, we're partnering with Haven Studios with Jade Raymond. We have a logo. Okay. (laughs) Like, talk to me in three or four years when you got a game. Xbox announced they're doing a 20th anniversary event that will be coming on November 15th. But they did let everybody know there will be no new game announcements at said event. It is crazy that the Xbox came out 20 years ago. (laughs) You know. (laughs) (laughs) uh the ps5 and xbox series versions of cyber everybody that reports this and says the next gen versions i'm i'm to the point now i'm getting sick of it it. it's been here for a year you can't keep saying next gen it's here the ps5 and series x and s versions of cyberpunk 2077 have been delayed to q1 2022 and that version of the witcher 3 has been delayed to quarter 2 2022 the witcher one is weird because it's it popped up on some rating board or something over the last couple of weeks so people were thinking oh this is going to be coming here maybe like november or something and now they're like no next year yeah um i think cyberpunk at this point is just dead no matter how good that game might be if you're running on the most powerful PC ever. Yeah. Like, they have no goodwill left. No. They, I, I can't believe their game got taken off of the PS, uh, off of PSN. That's how bad it was on PS4. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Do you care at all? No. Not anymore. I was on the fence back when it was first coming out, but... No, I've yeah. moved on. Especially a year and a half after it comes out. Like, no, we've got we've got enough to play next year. Especially in that time frame. Yeah. Uh there's a a beta version of the PlayStation iOS app. It might be Android also, I can't remember, but it's being tested in Canada and Japan, and it will allow you to share your screenshots and videos that you take on your PlayStation. I like this because it's not fun to tweet from your PlayStation. No, I hate it. But so basically you take a picture, it uploads it to the cloud. And then I think you've got access to it on your app for 14 days. It just makes so much sense. Yes. I think Xbox might be able to do this. James, John, why everything can't. Yeah. It doesn't seem that difficult. Well, because Sony can't do it when it comes to like software engine. Sony can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, they've been getting better. They've been getting better, but yeah. Doom Eternal still chugging along. It's getting a free update a year and a half after it came out. Update 6.66. You see what they did there? I do. That's awesome. It's coming out October 26th. Again, it is a free update that is bringing Horde Mode, Battle Mode 2.0, and two new Master Levels and more. I, there's part of me that still wants to go back and play this. You didn't it, beat it, did you? No. I, I fell off it because, oh, Final Fantasy came out. But it's one of those uh, I feel like I would probably need to just start over. Yeah. I think I point. can't do save transfers anyways, but I think it did get a PS5 patch. I know it got a series patch. I think it got a PS5 patch, but it was fun. It's just stressful. Even playing it on easy, I was like, I'm not good enough to, to play this game. Among Us is finally releasing on Game Pass and PS4 and PS5 on December 14th. I thought this was already on Game Pass. I, would I guess it's so. just on Switch, but yeah. does anybody still care about this game? I don't think so. Oh, what did you do? Uh, Farted. Yeah. (laughs) You did. You sure did. 
the creator of Stardew Valley has announced his new game, and it's called Haunted, 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 <laughs> Haunted, Haunted Chocolatier. Is it Chocolatier or Chocolatier? Chocolatier. T.A.? <laughs> no. Oh, Chocolatier, where you do play a chocolate maker in a haunted mountain or something. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it, if it's from the maker of Stardew Valley, it's going to sell. It looks exactly like Stardew Valley. Oh, my God. The Knicks lost to Orlando. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Guys, come on. It, and they play Philly at MSG on Tuesday. And you're going to... You, you do this. Oh, my God. <sighs> Nintendo announced that Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp has been delayed until spring. It was supposed to come out in December. It has been delayed. Sea of Thieves, it was announced by Microsoft, has now reached 25 million players. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Ubisoft, they can't get Skull and Bones out. <laughs> but they clearly they missed the mark here. We're, we're Sea of Thieves, good for them, good for Microsoft. 25 million is crazy. Even if it's on Game Pass, that's still crazy. Because there's not even that many Game Pass subs, so that means a lot of people bought the game, you know. Yeah. I think it's it's not free, is it? No. I don't think so. It's a real game. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a real game. You know what I mean. Phil Spencer was making, and Switch can even give you a QR code to download stuff directly to your phone. Yeah, see? Yeah, Xbox yeah, definitely. <laughs> James says, yes, Xbox already does that. That's what I thought when yeah. it comes to the, the screenshot sharing and Nintendo lets you use a QR code. When Sony's getting beat by Nintendo when it comes to like software, like functioning with phones and stuff. Remember Nintendo when, when they announced the, the Switch Online? Chat. Here's how you do a voice chat. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Plug in your phone. <laughs> but Phil Spencer was making the rounds, doing some interviews this past week. Uh, he has said that Microsoft is not interested at all in VR, but, quote, applauds what Sony is doing in that space. He also said that Microsoft is definitely not done. That's his quote, acquiring studios. He said there's no quota for how many they have to hit or whatever. I don't like it. I feel like I'm going to wake up one day and they bought Capcom or something, and I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> You know, I don't think they'll buy anybody that. Bad. I mean, they obviously could, but they, they could buy. They could buy Rockstar. Rockstar will never sell. No, but uh, Game Pass new subs for the last year was lower than their target of forty eight percent. Their actual number was thirty seven percent. I will say though, somebody was saying on a podcast I was listening to, they're one hundred percent right. Let's see what happens to Game Pass when Halo when Forza comes out here in a couple weeks, and then Halo. Yeah, I mean, it's going to go up. I mean, I don't know why you would have an Xbox. If you have an Xbox, I assume you want to play Halo. If you want to play Halo, why wouldn't you have Game Pass? It's just, I think it'll. I think they'll be fine with their subs. It was also announced that Halo Infinite will not have ray tracing at launch, but it will be coming later. Matt Booty, who's the Xbox Game Studios head, told Kind of Funny that Xbox needs to get better at making blockbuster single-player games like PlayStation does. Yes, Duh. you do. Yes, you do. Xbox has also announced this past week uh, new versions of their Seagate expansion cards. One for two terabytes for $400. Just delete your games and install yeah. new games. My God. Or 512 gigs for $140. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, my 825 gigs on my PlayStation are more than enough. When I'm done with a game, I delete it and I free up space. Mm-hmm. I haven't run into an issue yet, but I'm also not going to play Call of Duty and it's 200 gigs. So if you're a Call of Duty fan, I get you might need a, a freaking expansion card just for that. Oh, another thing I did. If y'all saw the D brand announcement of the faceplates, their new faceplates where they said, hey, Sony, come at me, bro. You can't you don't have a patent for this. Haha. <laughs> I ordered them, but they won't be here till January, but I will show them off when they get here. They do look cool. They do look cool. Uh, and last on the wrap-up, Square Enix, or Enix, if you're nasty, announced Sunny, Sunny, no, <laughs> Lund, Square. <laughs> you having a stroke? <laughs> sunny, Sunny. Square Enix announced Square Enix London Mobile. It is a new studio, studio God, that will be focusing on high-quality free-to-play mobile games. Hooray. Right now, they're working on Tomb Raider and Avatar The Last Airbender. I had to write The Last Airbender because the first time I read it, I thought Avatar, the blue people. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's The Last Airbender, which I don't, yeah. I've never watched, but people love it. So if you want a good free-to-play mobile game, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for episode 257. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I guess next time I need to turn my laptop on like a day before we record 
so it can be all ready and warmed up and stuff. Um, but thank you for being here for 257 episodes. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about state of play, whatever else. Maybe I'll revisit horizon and talk about it then. But, Oh, black blue healer mix got out of the fence and is missing. That sounds like Jack until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.